What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs locked on Dolphins. Today is Friday, October 21st, 2022. And today we are talking about the blueprint to defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday Night Football to get this Dolphins season back on track. You are locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. We don't just say it. We live it here on the Locked on Network. want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And it's where the game starts, Bet BetOnline. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers on deck for us. Sunday night football, plenty of storylines to Atangavaloa's return. The drama of the Brian Flores revenge game, Stephen Ross back in the building after being suspended for the first six weeks of the season. What? The, of course, it's a primetime game. So many storylines here, you can be rest assured. I will be glad I'm not watching it on TV and get to skip all of those discussion points and instead focus squarely on the game at hand from Hard Rock Stadium. I will be in town uh, for this game. Looking forward to um, taking it all in and kind of getting a feel for uh, how this Dolphins offense feels different with Tua Tagovailoa back at the helm. I think that is uh, one of the most primary pressing storylines that I have is getting that feel for that situation with Tua coming back. Dolphins offensively, they've put up yards, but points, especially early in games, has been hard to come by. And I'm hopeful that uh, two and his skill set can bring something different because that is part of the script for winning this football game. As if you think about the Dolphins and the games that they have played all season long, we're going to continue to keep harping on this until the, the team <laughs> gets a chance and does it. Uh, they have been chasing effectively every game. New England aside, Baltimore, you give up a touchdown on the opening kickoff. Buffalo, you give up a touchdown on the opening possession. Cincinnati, you give up a touchdown on the opening possession. The Jets, uh, you concede a safety on the opening drive. Your, your opening drive offensively. And then Minnesota... You scored three points the first half. Hey, you want to win a football game? Try scoring more points earlier in the game. So we're looking penalties, drops, missed blocks, missed assignments, sacks, all of that stuff. When you get inside the Steelers 40, it's got to be go time. It's not, oh, okay, we made it. And that's that was the mentality that we as Dolphins fans had in 2020 when you crossed the 40-yard line was, oh, well, at least we'll get three points. Jason Sanders is kicking. We can't think that anymore. We're beyond that point of, of assumption with Jason Sanders right now. So you as the Dolphins, I, I think there's... You got to get more trips into the red zone, right? And you got to convert to touchdowns. Now, I'll say this. The team that you're going against, Pittsburgh, they should not stress you offensively like some of the other teams. You should not stress you offensively 
like some of the other teams that you have played. They are 30th in the NFL in points per game. 30th, 16.2 points. They've scored 97 points in six games. The two and four Pittsburgh Steelers. <clears throat> Their scoring defense is 22nd in the NFL. They give up 24.3 and they score 16.2 on average on the games that they have played. And they've played some familiar opponents. They played the Bengals. They turned them over five times and beat them in overtime. Quite frankly, shouldn't have won the game. They played the Patriots and lost. They played the Jets and lost. They played the Bills and lost by 35. There's enough crossover here on who this team is relative to the teams that Miami has played, and every matchup is different, and we understand that. But if we come out of this game and the talking point is the Dolphins didn't score enough points again, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough week next week. Dolphins offense has to do their part. We have to play a more balanced 60 minutes. Explosive plays have still been a staple for Miami moving the ball, but I think it's more the consistency of the other stuff is the stuff that I'm interested in offensively. Now, we're expecting to get Mika Fitzpatrick for this game. We're expecting to get Akella Witherspoon and Terrell Edmonds and Cameron Sutton and like all the DBs that they were missing. But when I think about matchups, specific matchups, whichever of Larry Ogunjobi and Cameron Hayward is lined up over left guard is a matchup to be concerned with. The linebackers, Devin Bush and Miles Jack, they are very, they're, they're kind of like Baltimore's backers in that they are very aggressive and fast to flow. And if you hit them with cutback or double moves, or there's some hay to be made there in my mind. I'm unconcerned with the corners. You're going to play zone and you want to you bracket one guy and double him, that's fine. But I look at the corners across the board for Pittsburgh, it's not a strength of the team, and neither is Terrell Edmonds as a player in coverage. He's not a good player in coverage. Alex Highsmith is a player that if you have your starting tackles back, you feel like you're going to have a pretty good chance. Uh, Pittsburgh fans always like to get on social and kind of get a gauge of Pittsburgh fans. Pittsburgh fans kind of have the same narrative with Alex Highsmith that some Dolphins fans have with Jalen Phillips and that he's not being impactful enough, despite the fact that Alex Highsmith is leading the NFL in sacks. It's, oh, well, aside of the six sacks, he's not doing anything. I'll take Teron Armstead in a one-on-one with Alex Highsmith for the entire game if that's what they want to give us. And I like our odds there. Malik Reed on the other side is, is a quietly good player, uh, plays with leverage. He is somebody that uh, has potential to challenge your tackles if you got to hold the ball for extended periods of time. But then make a Fitzpatrick. Um, obviously, he's a ball hog. Clearly. Dolphins, unfortunately, know Micah Fitzpatrick quite well. Um, but he is a player who, again, can be a little over-aggressive at times. You can kind of play with him. And sometimes he'll burn you, but sometimes you might burn him. He's not as 
consistent. He's a little bit more boom or bust than what he was that all pro season in 20, 2019. So as I look at the defense for Pittsburgh, you got one problematic matchup over the guard inside. You've got an all-pro safety who you you just have to always be wary of. And if you're going to target him, you have to play games with him to target him. You can't just drop back and not see him. Is that a concern for Tua? Maybe. No, he did throw an interception against the Ravens and didn't really see it. But... This Pittsburgh team, you look at some of the metrics defensively. They are seventeen hundred passing yards conceded, twelve touchdowns, eight interceptions. The eight interceptions is it's a good number, but they're conceding two hundred eighty nine passing yards per game and twelve point three yards per completion. They have 12 sacks on the season through six games. We'll look at the Dolphins' numbers and, and talk about how they're problematic, but that's two sacks per game. You can get after that. The Steelers' defense as, as a whole is conceding 120 rushing yards per game. A 4.1 average. This should be a game where our expectation is we move the ball effectively, consistently, from the start. It has to. And if it's not, we're going to have a whole other set of questions coming out of the week on what it looks like. Let me tell you about some of my favorite things. Football, football, and saving money. So let's talk about the big saving money right now opportunity that you have with Simply Safe Home Security. They are offering Locked On Dolphins listeners 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022 by US News. They love it. I love it. You'll love it because it's Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. With 24-7 professional monitoring, when a threat is detected, Simply Safe's monitoring professionals promptly contact you and dispatch first responders to your home, even if you're away or unable to respond. 24-7 professional monitoring costs under $1 per day. That's less than half the cost of ADT's traditional professional installed plans. Our monitoring service experts use proprietary response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you get the highest priority police dispatch. Do not miss this chance to save big and protect your home with the best. Get 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash NFL today. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Go today. There's no safe like Simply Safe. As we look at the other side of the ball, Pittsburgh offensively. Now, we've already mentioned the 16.2 points. Per game, 97 total points in six games. That's 30th in the NFL. You have a quarterback group in Pittsburgh that has thrown for 1,200 yards through six games. That's 25th best in the NFL. They've thrown four passing touchdowns. 
in six games with Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, we're expecting to play. He got his first win as a starter against Tampa Bay when Steelers scrapped out 270 yards of offense. I'll do you one better. I'll read the the total offense output for the Dolphins or for the Steelers all season. 267 against Cincinnati, 243 against New England, 308 against the Browns, 297 against the Jets, 364 against the Bills in a 35-point loss, and 270 against the Bucks. If the Steelers come in here and run up and down the field on you, we have a problem. They're trenches. Dan Moore, Kevin Dotson, Cole Mason, James Daniels, Chukwumo, Corfor. You have a massive, you have a massive advantage in the trenches. I understand Emmanuel Agba didn't practice the first couple days this week. He's dealing with a back injury, but he came back into the game and he played on Sunday. You got physical backers. Sounds like they're expecting to get Pat Fryermuth back. And obviously, we didn't talk about Najee Harris on the crossover Thursday yesterday. But Najee Harris, 98 touches for 335 yards on the season. Now, he's been dealing with some injuries, so there might be some expectation that he's going to get a little bit more dynamic as the season rolls on. But he's averaging 3.2 yards per carry. The Steelers as a team are averaging 3.6 yards per carry. All of the woes for the Dolphins and their ability to run the ball, the Dolphins are averaging a third of a yard more per carry than what the Steelers are, 3.9. So the, the expectations here are pretty high from me. Now, am I overlooking this team? No, I'm not. I think the Dolphins' benefit of the doubt of assuming that they're going to win any game that they play is out the window right now. They've lost three in a row, and they lost three games that they should have won. But the hope is the energy with Tua Tagovailoa allows more points to be scored earlier in the game. You could play a complimentary 60 minutes. You're at home. There's going to be energy because you're honoring the 72 team. It's prime time. Statistically speaking, these things are in your advantage pretty, pretty heavily. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The Steelers have scored, scored eight offensive touchdowns in six games. And they had a Minka Fitzpatrick, a 31-yard pick six against the Bengals in that win. Eight offensive touchdowns. Guys got to show up ready to go to war. And you guys got to take care of business defensively and offensively. You know what would help? Winning the turnover battle. Pittsburgh, the turnovers have come in bunches when they've come. Their two wins this season, they didn't turn the ball over once. Every other game, their four losses, they have nine turnovers and four losses. Something's got to give. And if it doesn't, Pittsburgh will have a script that they look at and feel good about their opportunity to win their third football game and push the Dolphins below 500. I don't know about you, but I'm not ready to see that happen. 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, Boxing, and Golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, schematically, I think what you want to do for this Steelers defense, I don't think you want to test him up the middle. This is very much a run to the perimeter and make these tackles, or these safeties tackle and these corners tackle. Say what you will about how good Minka Fitzpatrick is in coverage. The dude can't tackle. He can't. So I want I want tackling on the perimeter. I want to use that speed. And then I want to try to get a couple opportunities where there's a fast reaction opportunity to the perimeter to kind of trigger that rally to the football approach and then hit something behind it. And that's how we can look for a couple of big plays, whether it's crossers over the middle or something vertical with a delayed release. I would love to see a continued focus throughout the game on running the ball. I think we're close. We're really close to having the breakthrough game. And we can look at it and say, hey, if the offense is a little bumpy, let's just stay on schedule. Passing game's a little rocky from time to time. That's been the biggest limiting factor in my mind. You look at the three games that the Dolphins would lost with their backup quarterbacks. The argument before the season was, well, they're, they're a team that's going to want to run the ball, so at the very least, they'll have that to lean on to get through some any games without their starting quarterback. They're not running the ball, and they're voluntarily not running the ball, despite some promising returns. So that's a couple of things that I'm looking for from the Dolphins' offense, and then defensively, I'm probably matching Deontay Johnson with Xavier Howard as much as possible. Uh, he is a tough assignment. A very tough assignment. The backs out of the backfield, or the backers, got to be ready to tackle backs out of the backfield. Jalen Warren, Warren, the other tight end, or the other running back there, is a nifty little player. Uh, he's a, a rookie this year. Went undrafted. But I look across the board, you should win these one-on-ones up front. You should win the line of scrimmage every play. The challenge with if Kenny Pickett plays is balancing his off-schedule stuff to make it good plays for you and not chaotic plays that break down and become good plays for Pittsburgh. How do you do that? Uh, I would assume that they have some tendencies that they've picked up on from the game tape. I'm thankful that Kenny's at least played a couple of games before coming into this. He played uh, against Tampa Bay before he suffered the concussion. He played the previous week against Buffalo, uh, and he played against the Jets. I don't have those tendencies on hand, uh, but I am hopeful that that is something that they've picked up on 
to kind of get an understanding of, of a three-game sample size of, of who Kenny Pickett is and that they can cross him up. And ideally, you want him throwing what he thinks is on schedule into coverages that he thinks that he's getting that he's actually not. Let's get a couple turnovers. It's high time for a couple of turnovers. We get that. We score early. Crowd stays into it. Dolphins coming home on top. Let's see if it plays out that way. Make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. Kyle Krabs, fins up. Enjoy your weekend. And let's go Dolphins. Talk to you all on Monday.